Let's get into that first. Ah, uh, so obviously four so years. Four years. Yeah, four years of uni in Bath. Completely different experience compared to being in Sunderland. Um, that was your first time like moving away. Yeah, first time living out. Um, but to be fair, that, that was kind of. Um, I think that was easy change. Like when you actually live out, because I, I don't know about you, but like when you first get that opportunity of like you know living by yourself, that's like the the biggest thing in it. No, the difference is like it's exciting. Doing yeah, doing whatever you want, kind of being able to like be your own person, not having any like restrictions, stuff like that. I mean that's good. Um, what okay? I think let's let's go back to like day one because what you did architecture at uni, right? And yeah. Like me and Nicky, we both know you. You've been speaking about doing architecture since what? Like I still remember you talking about it when you were like a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think um, like that my earliest like memory of what I wanted to do is like something design related. It was like I had no, like no idea specifically like what I wanted to be, but then I think it was like I was talking to Villison when we were like in year one, and he was the one that was like, "Oh, what about architecture? That's like something about, you know, design houses." And really? I, yeah, literally, he's he the okay. one that told me about it. Um, and then that's when I got the idea. I was like, "Oh yeah!" And then every time that like, I talk to my mates about, "Oh, what do you want to do?" I'll be like, "Yeah, architecture," because it's this like word I heard. Knew nothing about it to be honest, obviously, because like well, I'm so a little kid. kind of ingrained in your head from then, and then you just well, kinda, you just said, yeah, yeah, and, and I, over it. Oh, yeah, okay. and then obviously like um, as you get more and more into it, like watching like videos of houses or like things like that, I think um, and you start to consider the amount of time that people spend in buildings, like it's actually mental, like you know, eighty percent of your life is spent inside of a building, so the kind of like impact that you can have on someone. In percent is that actual statistics? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. I think it is because, like, taking account the amount of oh, time like sleep, working in an office, right. yeah, not like in one building, right, right, right. but like all together. Right. Like most of the time, you spend indoors under like protection, mm-hmm. under shelter. Um. So yeah, that like, you know, if you think about the impact that you can have on like people and society, and you know, like, you like famous things in architecture. There's just kind of massive monuments that like remembered in time. Because it kind of shows like the best of what people can do. Because you know, massive churches, massive buildings. It's kind of like, I don't know it's like a test almost. That, like, like a his like historical monument. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, so I like kind of inspired by stuff like that, and that's kind of what like got me into like deciding to do architecture. And obviously, I've got like a passion for making things. You know, in school, like doing art and DT, it's like my favorite subjects. Yeah. Especially DT, I think, just like actually making stuff physically. Design and technology for those that don't. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, that's, you know, and that's like quite different from just doing art, which is just drawing. What was Where's the first it? thing uh, you made in DT? Do you remember that? First thing, uh, I think it was like an elephant. I think that's what we had to make. Elephant? Yeah, yeah. We had to like, out of like a wooden block, I had to yeah. make like a 2D elephant. That was, uh, yeah. Is that not what you did? No, I did. I did D and T. I remember making like you know, knowing the movie. Knowing, no. Uh, oh no, 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 not knowing the like the the day the earth stood or some shit like that. Where it was like it was that world ending movie? Oh, it was about the like tornadoes and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nick, I think it was Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I made Ghost Rider. Related. Is that one? Ghost Rider. There was like so many of those movies that. Yeah, there was a there. lot of those movies. Yeah, because at twenty twelve, the world was gonna end. It's it's the one where. Um, only like the kid survives in the end, and then the spaceship comes and then takes 
the kid or two kids back and then everyone else dies no i don't know uh, i don't know you're about no. like <laughs> I'm, sure i'm sure the movie is called knowing or something Right. Something, something like that. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, going back films. to it. Yeah, I just made something in relation to that. That's what I remember. Right. In DT. Did you your first DT? thing? Yeah, I did DT. No, no, yeah. no. Well, that was like yeah. I don't remember making anything else. That's oh, the okay. only thing I remember making. <laughs> yeah, for GCSE, I made like a pair of Bluetooth speakers. Yo. I was like, um, wait, there, let me go first. Yeah, electronics. You you made a pair of scissors. Scissors. What did you say? Speakers. Oh, speakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. I bought, like, you uh, brought it home. Yeah, I bought like a Bluetooth chipboard from eBay and wired it up. Because they, like, you could buy one from school, which is just a standard one, you plug in. Yeah. And I was like, I might as well buy a Bluetooth one. Is that the speakers yeah. that you made? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the speakers cool, that you uh, brought home. So, yeah, yeah. That was like, I remember that was like my life at that point. I loved doing that. Like, I used to always say back after school. You know what? Work I, on that. I think it would be pretty sick to, like, make your own speakers. And yeah, it would be. Or, like, like, make your own earphones. Yeah, I think product design is actually, like, something really interesting. Pretty fun. Like, it's, yeah. Because yeah. it's so. The thing is, like, buildings, because they're so big, mm-hmm. there's literally, like, so much you need to do. Like, there's so many, like, little different things in a building, like the insulation, the sort of layers, the wiring, the electricity, <coughs> the plumbing. <laughs> there's literally... Okay, come on. Yeah. There's, like, there's so many things into it. Whereas, you know, imagine with a smaller product, you kind okay. of... You get to perfect it ah. more. So, like, you know, um, like, architecture as a whole, okay? So, this is, you know, someone looking... Out, out from it. As an architect, like what all goes into it? So, like you know, obviously, someone might think it's just the actual structure. So the outside structure, yeah, the architecture is involved in. But it's not just that, is it? It's like like you were saying, like the insulation. Everything needs to be kind of thought of. Yeah, yeah, within the role. everything is like designed and created and stuff. Yeah, so like traditionally, the role of an architect was kind of like the building organizer slash manager. So it would be like essentially the person that comes up with the idea for a building. Or well, not the one that comes up with the idea. Essentially, a client would have like a building right. idea. And the architect is the one that organizes everything. So essentially like uh, hires like someone to actually build the building, comes up the design for it, hires the plumber. Like essentially they're like the, the project manager is what the role used to be. Right. That's okay. kind of the, the traditional role of an architect. So like mm-hmm. back in the day when you talk about architects designing churches, they were the one that basically organized the entire thing and came up with the design. Whereas I think nowadays it's kind of changed a bit in that um, most of the time architects work for a company or work for a contractor. They work like under certain other roles. Right. But right. even still, like an architect has a lot of responsibility in that they still have to sort of organize everything about around the design. But, you know, within a building, obviously, the structure's a massive, massive deal. Mm-hmm. But then it's gone to the point where sort of all these individual roles have been more and more specialized. So, like, now you'll have, like, a civil engineer, a quantity surveyor. There's, like, so many, like, small roles. Mm-hmm. Like, so even within civil engineers, you might have, like, uh, engineers that specifically just work for, like, specific beams within a building. So, like, each kind of part of the building is, like, fully, right, fully detailed. specialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, it's kind of more, like, even so, I think an architect is kind of more organized or, like, kind of comes up with a design, but then talks to all of these other roles. In order to like yeah. confirm the design, so there's like there's more people involved now. Would you say? Yeah, much more. But that's also because buildings are a lot more complex now. The requirements of a building right. are so much higher yeah. than before. Because obviously it has to get better and better. Yeah, yeah. Like, to... I mean, thermal requirements, for example, that's like a, a massive thing. Like, okay. if you go into an old building, you will be freezing. Like, they're not yeah. designed. Generally speaking, they're not designed for the climate. They're to not. Keep heat in. Yeah, they're not. It's not. They're not passively designed that way. Right. Whereas today, like. 
even when you think about insulation that's put between walls, the amount of effort and research and development that's gone into making the materials that go within that wall. Like, you know, an architect wouldn't be able to come up with that. consideration, like, you have to put in now, as yeah. opposed to before, that was never a consideration because no one thought about climate control and yeah, yeah. global warming and all that shit. All these things, yeah. So yeah. now it's, like, it's very important that, well, obviously, all of that shit is done properly. Obviously. Yeah, 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 definitely. Global warming's a hoax. <laughs> let's not let's not get into global made, made by the government <laughs> Dave, so how does it feel that you finished always with the union then um i mean it's a good feeling but i mean i've, I've still got a long way to go so uh so was it like, a seven year course well it's seven years if you if you do it quickly yeah um so that's if so if you go to uni for three years and then do your placement then do your masters then it's uh-huh. a seven year course but um Cookie. Like certain courses are longer. Hey, I think we should. Uh... Fuck, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Let's fucking not even edit that out, man. Let's keep it in. Huh? What Noth- dog nothing, nothing. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, it's only Cookie being a little prick. No. <laughs> Gotta watch what you say about dogs, bro. Some views that from cancels you. <laughs> Calls a fucking. Um... Oh, Who are the R- RSBC? Hi, Peter. Peter. Yeah. Well, they're the ones that like what bomb thingies and stuff in it, and they like do mad protests. Bomb. They're like ex- Peter, like extremists. Well, not always. RSBC. No, RSBC. They're like. Who are you talking about then? I'm talking about Peter. Peter. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, well, are they a pet organization? Yeah, but they're like a bit mental. Oh, like extreme. Yeah, yeah. They're like, um, like, <laughs> go like labs and free animals and stuff. But like, yeah. <laughs> why, why animals and labs? Or like, like rats so, Yeah, stuff. from like being experimented on. You know what? Uh, Mia killed a rat. Yeah, that's mad, to be fair. Did you know that? Yeah, mom yeah. sent me the photo. Fucking went ham. Like, <laughs> did you see it? Yeah, of course. Oh, shit. She was not like letting go of the fucking rat. Like, she wanted to fucking kill the rat. <laughs> like the rat was like fucking squealing because every time May yeah. went to fucking bite it it was just like <laughs> and then May just she wouldn't stop how did she even see it? I don't know she kept going under this fucking shed and then kept um, She, I, I think she could smell it right. and then uh, yeah I suppose she always goes to the garden she's like looking for beef she's looking yeah, for yeah, someone to she, kill yeah, which was awesome, crazy I, I felt bad for the rat you know did she not try and like eat, eat it? no, no just she just like wanted to kill it then, like... she just literally was yeah. wanted to kill it yeah, animals are savage. What happened when it, like, when it was dead? Well, when it, it didn't die, die. Obviously, we put it to sleep. Because she was just kept biting it, oh. bleeding. But she wasn't actually putting it as, like, she wasn't right. killing it, killing right. it. But it was just mad, you know. I could never see her being, like, aggressive like that, innit? Yeah. You know, because he's a fucking Pomeranian, innit? Well, they did evolve from a wolf. What? A wolf. Ah, but have, you seen a, have you seen her try and attack a letter? Probably makes herself oh, yeah, bleed. Yeah. <laughs> makes Rips, herself bleed? Yeah. There's like normally blood on the letter because she's so like aggressive with it. Nah, she, what the fuck? Yeah. Nah, man. That's, that's nah, I'm being serious. Like a paper cut. Oh, right, right. From right. like a gums. Yeah, she like properly goes berserk. Yeah, they're yeah, mental. from wolves in it, they do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how the fuck a Pomeranian came from a fucking wolf? <laughs> <laughs> domestication. Aye. That's what it Selectively is. breeding as well, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Looking for. I actually feel bad for the rat though. Fuck. <laughs> right. Good. 
We've been trying to get out of flipping ruts for so long. Oh yeah, true. Uh, yeah, we've not had an issue in our house. Yeah, we have. No. Yeah, we not did. the new one. Yeah, we did. We used to have the like the rut. Bro, we can't be talking about shit like this, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Can't be saying we got a rap problem. Right, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say like, where's hey, this conversation headed? Like, <laughs> no, look, what, where did where did we, we damage the brand like that? Where did we leave off? What were we talking about? Um, <laughs> no, uh, architecture, obviously. Hi. So where do we end it? Um, yeah, no, went to dogs, buildings. So it's you did four years. Yeah. So that's your bachelor's, right? Yeah, that's my bachelor's degree. So then, what's next? Uh, so then now I've still got my master's left. So that's um, two years, the first year of which includes kind of like placement. Um, and then there's the third stage, which is kind of the way I explain it. It's kind of similar to being like chartered in that yeah, um, okay. essentially like you need the work experience and then you do this kind of final exam. But it's not it's not as formal as university education. So it's private. Um, yeah, but it's, it's done by the RIBA, which is kind of a board of architects. Board, right? What, yeah. what uh, advice would you give to like somebody that wants to do architecture? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I think, like, definitely learn a bit more about it. I think, like, when I kind of went into the degree, I feel like I, I should have, it all would have helped having a bit more experience about, like, what, what the role actually was and, and what you do in the position. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I think be prepared. Like, it is a lot of work and it's, like, a massive commitment. Like, you are, if, if it is what you want to do, I mean, not saying that, like, you know, you can do your degree and then do something completely different. I think it's good in the way that because you it's so intense the degree by yeah. the end of it you can pretty much do whatever you want you can go into like whatever field because yeah. you've, you've done so much work in so many different softwares and so many different you've got so many different skills so you mean like from doing the course you obviously use so many different softwares yeah and you learn these skills of like editing um etc and you're saying you can use that into different yeah jobs. Like so many roles I mean like something that's really common in architecture I didn't really know it's kind of the, the kind of crit system. So at the end of like, I don't know, it might be like every two months, yeah. essentially you've got to present your project in front of like a group of people. And essentially right. they, like you're standing there like talking about your work. Like you've got to learn kind of presentation skills. Right. And you've got to like, even before that, I know you've got to come up with the drawings in a presentable way. Yeah. Like in a way, you know, learn how to describe that stuff. And then you've got these critics that like know their stuff about architecture. When you first come there, like you're an idiot, you know nothing about anything. Yeah. So when you're like talking about these ideas, you have people that'll be like, "That's shit." Like they'd be like, "That's absolutely terrible. You shouldn't be doing this." Mm-hmm. Like as in they're like, some of the people are like straight savage. What is it like selling something in Dragon's Den? <laughs> yeah, literally. But like, imagine selling something in Dragon's Den, but you don't even know what you're doing. Like, so you're getting roasted, and you're like, "I didn't ask for this. I didn't sign up for this." But like, so the first like few times it can be a bit savage, but then. You get that thing where you get that like one compliment or that one thing where they're like, oh, you've done this cleverly. And that like mm. the sort of joy that you get from that keeps you going to the next thing. And all the feedback's always so positive uh, overall in that like you kind of need, you know what you need to be doing next after it. Yeah. I mean, it can be savage. You, you can spend like like six months doing a project. I mean, six months is a bit long, but normally it's shorter than that. But you can spend like four months doing a project and at the end of it and they're like, oh, we don't like it. I think I like think they're they like be, preparing you for like the real world and it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I think it's yeah. a good way to. But it's it, it can be difficult because like obviously designs like opposite opinion. Yeah. So you can literally have it. So like one week you're told like what you're doing is really good, and right. then the next week you're told the complete opposite. So right. like it can be kind of hard to be like, well, what do right, I? Because it's different people's opinions. Yeah, yeah. So, so it isn't actually fact. No, you, you can't. Part. It can't be a fact because it's design. It's subjective. 
I mean, there's certain things like, for example, you can look at certain aspects of architecture, like the environmental aspects. Yeah. That's kind of a fact. You can kind of get it down to a science. Like, for example, you might... Um, and the material you use, which isn't waterproof, they can like be like, yo, what, yeah, what happens if it rains? Yeah, yeah. yeah That's a fact. That's yeah, not opinionated. Yeah. So, it? like, yeah, when you're drawing your sort of details and your connection yeah. details, if, if you've got, if you don't have like a waterproof barrier yeah. in your building, they're going to be like, what are you doing? That's, you know, you should know this kind of thing. I think if you create something and it's like everything, all the factual stuff is on point, like the material, whatever, and someone said they just don't like the design, I don't think that's right because you could be like, it's fucking sick. Just yeah, this you could defend said, it. Even if the architecture, whatever, if, even if they say it's shit, you could be like, it could be sick in five years' time or yeah. the future. Well, so that's kind of you know a good I mean? thing about it, about the course. It kind of forces you to develop develop like a backbone. you got to be like, yeah. you actually start to defend your own ideas. Because once you have experience, it's easy to do that. Because like, you, you've experienced yeah. things yourself. So you can say, like you can stand on your two feet and be like, yeah. I've done this this way because yeah. I know. That's the right way to do even it. if they say it's like yeah even yeah. if they disagree like you can actually well not really an argument but you can do you, know yeah. I mean? you can have a discussion even about, if you look back in the history um people like da vinci and stuff they had people creating them in it, Is well, it da vinci? what's your the what's the famous architecture <laughs> da vinci is the artist bro oh. to be fair da vinci did a bit of everything he's, oh, he designed he's helicopters bro yeah he's a jack of all trades that guy did yeah. everything and it was like um what is it didn't didn't he get people like Take the piss out of him and shit. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not that sure about that kid's kind of history. But yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think you can compare, like, the stuff that's going on now. No, I'm saying, like, you're always going to get people uh, oh, critiquing yeah. you and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's But at the same is. time, like, you can't you can't be arrogant about it. Like, you need to listen to feedback. Because yeah. these people that are talking to you have so much more experience than you do. True. Like, they've been working in the real industry for so many years. So it's not, it's not about, like, um, just talking back to them. But it's more about, if you disagree with something they're saying, don't just, like, let go of it. Like, talk about it so that you can understand their perspective more. So yeah. you can then change your opinion. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of... I think one thing that's, like, um, very different is architecture isn't, like, a course that you go into uni and just, like, you know, just think you're going to, um, like, ace through. As in, like, it's not a course that you can just randomly pick just to get a degree done. Like, a lot no, of people it's... go into uni just for the experience in it. So like people, yeah. Normally yeah. people that start uni, they don't actually know what they want to do. They yeah. tend to just pick a course. Um, but architecture is very full on. Like talking to you, like your course was very full on. Yeah, like it's really intense. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was very, it's very intense. Like as opposed to me, uh, when I, like accounting, when I did, it wasn't full on at all. It was quite chill to be honest. Why? It was full on when he came to like exam time and all that shit. But during the year, it was very chill. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to your courses, Full on from the start, wasn't it? Like, yeah, like projects after project. Yeah, but I think that's it's also kind of true of like artistic subjects in general. In that, because it's like your work, I feel like you're a lot more. Um, like when you're given like a deadline, you kind of are like, I need to do my best kind of thing. And yeah. I think to be fair, it's a bit odd. Like I think in our course specifically, like there's kind of a there's probably like more perfectionists doing architecture than like if you took like a random sample of university students in like doing like a, a different subject. And you did it with architecture. I think people that go into architecture tend to be like more, um, kind of, they're like when they do something, they have to get it right. Yeah. So like you'll ha- you'll see people like sitting there doing something, like trying to perfect it for so long. Whereas like a normal person would be like, uh, I don't know, do it for like ten minutes and be done with it, call it finished. I mean, you'd hope so of... because you're the kind of people that's design designing like buildings and all yeah, yeah. stuff. So obviously <laughs> it has to be done properly. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. there's going to be repercussions. Yeah. Because of that. But in that, like, as in, um, I think most of the pressure from the course actually comes from, like, pressure you put on yourself. 
in like what you think you can achieve compared to like what you actually achieve kind yeah. of thing like uh that's kind of the i think most of the stress kind of comes from that rather than like um someone like telling you that's wrong if that makes so sense. would you say you can't really go into it having very high like expectations no i think like obviously like you know you need to create work that you're proud of that's kind mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. you know if you, if you don't have that then you're not really going to be happy with the thing but i think um like don't be so so caught up in like what you're doing right now if that makes sense like um like don't have your mind wrapped around this one thing that realistically you are doing just for a few months if that makes sense because uh, like you'll move on to your next project and you look back like i look back at my work in first and second year i'm like this is fucking shit <laughs> like i look back and i'm like if i did this now i'd be i'd be so disappointed yeah. in myself so that's, like that's yeah yeah you expected yeah like you you grow so much in that time like um the the sort of the difference in work is like mental were the projects you were doing were they related to another or were they completely different um well kind of to be honest you you kind of do the same thing every single project it's just the scale of the project increases and they're like so the first thing we start with to be fair the first project we started was like quite fun in that um so we worked with civil engineers we were given like this massive brief and it was like uh, essentially you've got this amount of material you need to make uh, a, a model a sculpture that represents the theme reciprocal was the like task we were given right. um and like it was to make like a cantilever a cantilever is essentially like um anything that is sort of self-sustaining but hangs off something so like for example this will be a cantilever because it's fixed at one point but then it's hanging right okay um and that was like our first task and in that you're like working with civil engineers and architects and at the time there isn't really a difference between us as students because it's not like we've specialized in model so like we're all kind of doing yeah. like a bit of everything and i think like specifically bath is kind of more about engineering as well as like so so you know when you said you were working with civil engineers so is that like people in first year as well yeah 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 everyone yeah so everyone, so everyone was, was that first boat. experience yeah so everyone was in the same boat it didn't really matter which degree you're doing okay like at that that first project uh, and then like so you come up with a design and then the week after you find out you're actually going to build it so you actually end up like you know cutting up wood and putting it together and, and making this full sc- uh, scale like sculpture right, of this right. thing so it's like very hands-on. yeah it's, it's really hands-on and that's like you know quite a fun project and then you kind of slowly develop from that so like for us our second project was to do like uh it was like it was called a capella essentially something that encloses an instrument it's kind of like a a thing that will be inside of a gallery that sort of helps showcase this instrument uh, and then from then on it was a house and then it kind of you know grows from there essentially right. so then house and then the year after that you, you get into like bigger and bigger buildings basically and it gets more and more complex because they become like you know high square feet, high square meters, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the the way it works. But even still, you're kind of doing the same process every time. And the more you do it, the more you understand the process. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the, yeah, the process tends to be the same. It's just the amount of work required to get the project completed yeah. is a lot harder. Yeah, and like each individual step, because you keep doing it over and over, you get faster and faster. Right. And right. you do better and better. Right. Does that make sense? Like your standards increase. Um, in that. Um, so yeah, your work ends up being a lot better. Um, yeah, that's basically that. Yeah, architects at all. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just sounds like a lot. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah it's, it is a lot of effort. I think. Um, yeah, like, but it's, it is really rewarding when you like finish a project. Like, I'll be honest, there's nothing like more satisfying. Yeah. When you like actually come up with like an idea that you're happy with. Yeah. And then like yeah. you know, I'm waiting to the point where. 
obviously like I had placement, I worked on a few buildings, like small details, mm-hmm. but I haven't got to like go inside any of them yet. But I can still imagine that point where you come up with a design and then you yeah. create a building and then you actually get to go inside of the thing that you've made. Or even better, better, you get yeah. to live in it. You, do you know what I mean? That bring kind it of life, basically. Yeah, like that. Because yeah, like you thought of that, the idea came from yeah. you, then you've, you've had input into actually like designing it, the creation of it. Like it's, it's your kind of baby in, in yeah, a way. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I think that like that kind of, you know, the idea that like the reward and feeling you get from that yeah. is kind of, it makes it all worth it. Like all the pain that you go through, like all the time you spend, like all the, you know, late nights that you spend, like doing work and all this. Like, in the end, you're like, this is why I do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then you start yeah. another project and you're like, oh, shit, why have I done this? But that's <laughs> kind a, of the, like the, the cycle of doing it. Sounds like it's very similar to making music. Yeah, I mean, it is like, a, it's an artistic role, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, I think it would be similar to that. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the the main difference between like architecture and other artistic kind of uh, professions would be just that like a building would literally take you like three or four years to design. Yeah. So like you've been doing something for so long. Yeah. Compared to like you know if you're making it's music or a drawing. Projects. Yeah, it's like um, it's a lot longer. Like you've invested a lot more time into it. But because of that, obviously the payoff yeah. is kind of more more like substantial. Obviously the money that goes into it. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy amounts of money that goes into it, isn't it? Like um, obviously you're gonna create like a building or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, skyscrapers are like billions, for yeah. example. But, um, yeah. I think UK would benefit with like some architectural designs like you know like like well i um, guess like yeah, london that's what london is known for like london has some decent yeah. architecture but northeast is not much that's like common like new is it i mean no but the, i mean there's a lot of like, development to be fair like in someone have you seen all the, the oh yeah buildings, the new buildings new i guess yeah so that that would be architecture yeah, designing yeah. that. but to be honest the thing is so uh, when it comes to future design like most of future design is about retrofitting so Essentially, we've got we've already got so many buildings already built yeah. that are like useless, that are like completely unused. There's, I think there's something like there's like seven hundred thousand buildings that are unused in the UK. Right. That like literally could be right. you know used to house all the homeless people in the UK like thousands yeah. of times over. Yeah. But like no one's using these buildings, and instead you've got other people building new buildings. And you know, if, for example, if you're trying to fight climate change, it's always going to be better to reuse an old building than to yeah, build a yeah. new building. Because you can pressure The problem with that is obviously companies would have to buy that, like demolish the whole thing. No, but that's the thing. So you wouldn't demolish it. You'd keep the the structure. You'd keep everything about it. But then you'd retrofit it, which, you know, you can either sort of insulate the outside or the inside of this building. So you kind of give it like a new life. You literally completely modernize the building. But you're using the structure that's already there. Rather than going over and knocking it down right, right. and completely like, building something uh, new. Buying like a house which needs doing up, you yeah. basically refurb it. Yeah, 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 essentially. So you think that's what people are doing? But that now? is, yeah, that is what's doing like, you know, the way that um, sort of industry is headed in terms of like making carbon emission requirements yeah. and things like that. Like that's kind of the way that I think we should be moving forward. And that's the way, like even when uh, I was working on placement, every single project I worked on was pretty much a retrofit. Is there like a, any incentive from the government or anything for companies to do that? Um, because that would make sense. Yeah, the government th- are giving incentive to shit. Like well, that. to be honest, like there's a cost incentive, like initially anyway. Yeah. Like it's yeah, cheaper yeah, to do that. Yeah, that. but also like um, uh, for example, in cities like London, you can't really demolish things because yeah, it's like historical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like listed buildings. There's a lot of um things like that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Um, uh, in that. 
in a in Wales. That makes sense. So look, um, so you've done your four years. So what are you? You're going. You're taking a year out to just work now, aren't you? Yeah. So is that like a normal route? Um. Or? Yeah, kind of. Uh, in architecture, you can kind of do like a million different ways. Like, there's a lot of people that would literally take like five years out before they become an architect. Like, you can kind of choose to take on that responsibility whenever you want. Uh, like, there's loads of people that do the degree and then do something completely different. Right. Uh, there's a lot of people that do the degree, go straight into masters, and then get their architecture like license, and then they go out. Um, so it's kind of up to up to you, really. There isn't really like a a standardized method of doing it, if that makes sense. Uh, there's like apprenticeship options. There's kind of loads of different routes you can take to get that. So like you're going into work now, a year of work, and then are they gonna send you to do your masters or like? No, no, no. So I would go masters by myself, right. but then within that masters period, I'll like I I'll need a placement. So in that, I could work for the same company or I could find another company essentially. But then so there's oh yeah, uh, I remember you talking to me about this. so like you can have companies sponsor you. Yeah, so that would be an apprenticeship though. If they're sponsoring your degree, that would be an apprenticeship that you've signed up to. Right. So Even it's, it's not like the masters as well. Yeah, yeah. To... I mean, sometimes they do like agree to pay for you if you work for them a few hours. Like mm-hmm. there are different ways of doing it. Like depends on the business, obviously, like what works for them. Right. Um. But generally speaking, it is like you do masters by yourself, and you do, or you do an apprenticeship. Is that what you think you're going to be doing? Then? Yeah, I think that's what's most so likely. So you have to like fund it yourself. Yeah, but well, you do get government loans. Like architecture is one of those rare degrees where your masters will be. Approved by the government, so you can get like another like normal student loan. Yeah, you can get another student loan. Okay, no, so, yeah, that makes because I think you can only have like four years or something, you know. Yeah, generally like normal student loan. Yeah, but then there's like exceptions for certain degrees. For certain, yeah, for certain courses that are yeah, yeah. like that's really longer. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So that's the plan. So you're out um, working. That's what you're gonna do, do doing for your. Yeah. And then is it two years for masters? Yeah, so two years for masters. So the like I think, and now I need to decide which uni uh, I decide to do masters at. But I think you know I'll take that year out next year to kind of decide where I want to be. Right. Kind of see if London's a place for me or what, if not, kind of thing. Um. But yeah. Basically. And then, and then you end with an exam or something. Is that what you said? Yeah, and then it kind of a uh, so you'll be working for that final year, and then within that year, like I guess similar to how you do your ACCs, right? Your exam. Uh, so it's it's just like this kind of thing that you do. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, and then you get you're a qual- fully qualified. And then you're an architect, which which to be fair, the license what it does is it means you can work for yourself. So you can set up your own firm. Essentially, so not, that's what that so title like, does. When people are doing medicine, right? Yeah. So once they finish the five years, it's like you start as a junior doctor. Yeah. Is that is that similar? Like yeah. So at the minute, your... I'm working as an architectural assistant. Okay, so and is that similar to that? Yeah. Like a yeah, it's, it's similar to that. So like I'd be qualified i'd be technically a part one because i've finished my mm-hmm. first stage of the degree and then when i do my master's i'll be a part two and then after i do my part two which is then to do the final board exam that's when i become an architect so that's when you know i pay rb or whatever like five hundred quid a year so i can have my name on a board <laughs> basically that's kind of the <laughs> what happens with that like, like obviously going off topic from architecture and obviously going uh university and stuff like um, let's take it back. Um, yeah. What year do you want to take it back? <laughs> what to uni? <laughs> now nah, we were talking about obviously um, the condition that you currently have, which is obviously vertigo. Yeah. And that's oh, something shit. obviously <laughs> Achilles as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about how obviously your reaction to obviously finding that out. When? When? What? Like when did you? Yeah. Get what year that? was um, it when you got? It? 
I remember yours came before mine, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in I was in India. Um I think I was like thirteen or something at the time. Um I don't remember. And it was like mum saw it or something. And then like we went to the doctors and whatever and they basically like said what it was, said it was a bit like you and like yeah, what, I remember what, like did it start as like a just a spot or something? Yeah, so basically I had like this like small patch on my head. Right. So it was on your body, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So um like it was literally that's, oh, so that's did the only you, place I had. Did it. you like notice it straight away? No, it wasn't like something I really picked up on. It's like um I remember seeing it and then like I asked mum, I was like, Oh, watch this and then she took me to the doctors when we were in India. I remember like doctors so like chill about it there he was like he didn't really like um he basically just said what it was said it like it's a skin condition it has like no like and to be honest i think that's kind of what set my mindset about it from the beginning it's like he basically told me that like the only thing that affects is your like physical appearance mm-hmm. and like you know obviously there's the side effect of obviously if you're in the sun too long and you expose it you can get skin cancer you don't have melanin <coughs> so you know you don't have that yeah. protection but like you know at the time it's on my hip i've got clothes on i'm not yeah, do you know what i mean i'm not exposing it yeah. to the sun so like from then on and obviously i was like younger then i didn't really care about my appearance yeah, as much like when i found out about it like i wasn't you know i wasn't like as self-conscious as you would be you know and you're in like your teens yeah, yeah um so like that's kind of the start of it that's um that's what it was and then like over time i kind of started getting on my fingers and things i think it was kind of like 16 17 i started getting my fingers actually i got on my under my eye first and then when i was like 18 i think i got on my fingers um but then like since then it's kind of just stayed but i remember i don't know you had it as well right where you um went to the doctors in the uk and they're like they give you this like what makeup to wear no so the, f- the first thing was um there was a like a steroid cream oh yeah, no, yeah. The, no there was a normal cream yeah and then there was a steroid cream yeah which t- for me i think the steroid cream did help a bit yeah like, it kind of went down a bit yeah it reduced, about it. yeah yeah uh, but it was like a really long period that you had to use it for. I remember. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like um, it was really long. I think it was like three or four months, and then they put you on like a high stronger one if it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a yeah, it was a long thing. Um, but then yeah, what was that next after that? Um, I think then I started the. Oh yeah, the light therapy. light therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick turn. <laughs> what is the light therapy? So it was. Um, I didn't like know you did light therapy. Like yeah, a, so we yeah we did that. It was like it's like a sunbed. Yeah, it's like right. a sunbed you stand up in basically, right. and it's uh it literally you just go in, you close your eyes, or they give you like sunglasses or whatever, and they just essentially it's literally a sunbed. They've just got UV lamps everywhere, yeah. right. and it's like control time, and you do it for like two times a week, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's like 10, 15 seconds or something. That's it. Yeah, right. yeah, and they like gradually short. increase it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then but I think had to like fully get covered up. Like I had to cover my neck. Yeah. I had to wear like the turtleneck. Did you? Like everything had to be covered up. Yeah, apart, apart from, from like, your, like wherever for me it was on my face, obviously. So yeah. Yeah. everything apart from my face had to be covered up. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, with you. Yeah. So what did you do? Because you have it on your body as well. Yeah. So like at, back then, I only had it on my head. Right. I didn't have it like anywhere else. Okay. So <laughs> I remember, uh, like I, well, I don't know, I was like fourteen or fifteen at the time. I remember going in like obviously that's when you started being a bit more self conscious, and they were like, oh yeah, you just got wear a sock. <laughs> like to cover your balls basically right. but that's what they told me oh, uh, so everything else you had to be pretty much naked yeah time. i was yeah i didn't have a but why you didn't have any in your legs or anything did you i don't know i don't um <laughs> <laughs> i just got you to be butt naked <laughs> what the fuck i don't i like i'm pretty sure yeah um and then yeah that's like what you had to do so I was in this summit, like 14, I remember being like so self-conscious and I was like, oh, can I just wear my boxes? I'll just like 
hold it down and then yeah that's how i got by and did it but it's so so dumb but But, like i remember consistently doing that i think for like six months or something and to be fair it did help like it actually it started to go away i think that like for me is probably the most effective treatment yeah for sure but then like it got to a point i was like why do i give a shit like i was i was genuinely like it's what i look like it's like how my skin works like if it's not something i can control i think generally speaking for me, if, like, I know something's out of my control, like, I've kind of always had that mindset of, like, then me thinking about it, stressing about it, is only going to make my life worse. Yeah. So, for me, I, I just learn to, like, let things like that go. Do you know what I mean? I don't let it bother me because yeah. um, I think it just builds up. That's what I never understood because I felt like you've you've never really gave a shit. No. Like, it, it never really affected you, like like, mentally to an extent where it's, you know, controlling you in a, in a, in a way because i still remember like i i was you know it completely destroyed me at the time because i was so self-conscious yeah, yeah yeah so i was like and and it was on my face like obviously you had it on your face but you didn't give a shit about yeah <laughs> um i you know i've talked about this before i i never used to go anywhere without like the makeup basically that they used to give um, but you've never had that problem you, yeah you, well did you you've never even wore that makeup did you no i did um i remember like when i first I uh, was it yeah when I had it like under my eye that's when like we went to the dermatologist like like third time after like treatment or whatever and then that's when they like recommended me makeup and I, I think I used it for like four or five days because mom wanted me to use it but like again it's one of those things I was like why am I doing this like yeah. I remember like you know obviously you are a bit self-conscious about it but it was kind of like when I hide it then I like I saw myself in my future and if I'm like kind of running away from this thing for so long and like for example like Michael Jackson He's, like, a good example of the guy. He spent, like, so much of his time trying to cover this up, hide it. And he did all of this trying to cover it up and hide it. And it's, like, life went downhill trying to do Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, his image was so important. And, like, I think um, just, I, I don't know. I just, I remember getting to this point. I was, like, I just need to, like, not give a shit about this. And the more that I, like, stop giving a shit about it and the more I'd go, like, in public, like, you know, having it like, oh. And it's not something I talked yeah. about, but you just get used to it. People yeah. around you get used to it. Like, they don't pick up on it. Like, obviously, new people come up to you and they're like, oh, what's, what's yeah, wrong with your yeah. face? Or like, oh, have you been burnt or something? Like, they ask questions like that. But <laughs> when so many people do it, you're like, oh, well. I've never you understood, it. like, have you been burnt? Why would it be burnt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burnt? yeah. I've never understood that question. Like, Well, to be fair, when you've got new skin in it, it's um, it's like a bit light colour normally before. Yeah, but when you burn it, it's not white. Yeah, yeah. It's like dark pink. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like... It's it's colored it's yeah, yeah, colored. yeah yeah so i've never really understood that question yeah you get like obviously you know having been like you do get like strange looks from people like when you're walking down the street and stuff that's, like that's that's one thing that's always gonna yeah. be there but you know that's so what it could be just checking you out how do you know no <laughs> nah, you never nah. know <laughs> they're like you know you know because they because they're like what yeah. <laughs> they give you that certain look like, look then the turn and the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- like confirm yeah what they're saying is like right yeah but, you know, I think, to be fair, we're lucky in the sense that, like, it's been a lot more normalized now. You know, you've yeah. got, like, models out of it, like, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, to be fair, I would say, personally, I don't really, I don't, know, I don't really care about it. Like, it's not, the older I've got, the more I've been, like, I don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? It's, That's sick, bro. Like, I don't know how you feel about it now compared to then. Because I know, I remember yeah. you were, like, really self-conscious. Because I think yeah. you were generally, like, a self-conscious guy as well. Like, when you, especially in your yeah. teens, you were proper, like, no, you know, no. doing things to, like. I hated it. Oh, my God. Yeah was so bad to the point where like i i literally was not in control because i, I couldn't just go out 
um, yeah, yeah. without my makeup on. I yeah, to, I still I used to get up early, like half an hour early, just to make sure my fucking makeup was. On yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It it was so stressful. Yeah, like obviously you can't like I you can't get it wet as well, right? The, yeah, like yeah, yeah there's yeah. Uh, <laughs> when sun sunlight hits, like it shines. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like. Like I've had, lo- I've had loads of people ask me like, "Oh, have you got makeup?" Yeah, I would just avoid it. Like, yeah, I'd be like, no, but yeah. Obviously, you know. But that's yeah. that's what I mean, though. It like, kind of sets you yeah. up for this like spool of lies that you've got like kind of yeah. say, like um, that's kind of like I I kind of understood that. I remember, like, I saw it get on my lips, and I remember mum being like, "Oh yeah, you should wear lipstick," and I was like, I, at that point, I was like, "No, what the fuck? I'm not wearing lipstick. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It got to a point. It's like." I'm not doing things for other people. Like I'm gonna, do you know what I mean? Like I don't want to do that. Like why are you? Why yeah. are you telling me to do yeah. that? To be honest, in the UK it's not as bad. But when you go India, yeah, oh, they're like culture. yeah, that's the yeah, worst, Because yeah. everyone you talk to, yeah, that's the first thing they ask. Me. Literally, like, it's, it's just different. Bro, like, I I remember like when we went to India and there was like this uncle or whatever. They have this fucking porn. Of like the feel sorry for you or some yeah. shit. Oh yeah, it's, it's just like 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 it's bro. It's like, like oh, I so I overheard that. Obviously, I don't have it, and I actually got annoyed. I was like, why is this guy putting on this tour? Yeah, like yeah. oh, like like that's re- like that's really sad that you have this. Like what the fuck? What the, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like yeah. as if that's fucking important. Yeah, bro. Like, literally. You know like what's that. sad? Being fucking broke, <laughs> fucking broke bitch. Like, and it's like they 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 see that as like it's so important. Yeah, when it's, yeah and, and and that torn. I, I'm I'm assuming you fucking have to go through that with people yeah, that have yeah. that little tone where they feel yeah. sorry for you or some yeah, shit. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Like, have like, you bro, had, like anyone ask you like, oh, um, like how are you gonna get married and stuff now? Like, in, yeah, shit like that, bro. What the fuck is up? With not like I haven't been to India in a long oh, time, yeah, so like, true. and to be fair, like uh, I got on my hands and face. Like, do you know what I mean after last time I've been? So like, to be fair, when I go back, they'll probably be like shit like that. And like, but like, this, they're so like, like they don't give a shit do they. They just say shit. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but it's like it's, it's something stay with you in it. Like he was like, "Oh, you used to be so good looking." <laughs> Fuck me! You still are. Like, you fucking still are. This guy. How can you say that? Yeah, like, but I like I know like it's not coming from. Bad, no, right? no, it's, it's not. Just, it's like, just people in India are very. They don't think. There's no boundaries. Speak. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think they're not used to fucking change. Like, like they see everyone as the same in it. So if one person is yeah, like looking a little different. They're yeah. like, what the fuck is out? The yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be, it's like I don't think they've registered in the mind that people can be different. Yeah, yeah. You know, to be honest, like I've like that part of it. Like I've never really blamed them because it's yeah. mostly older generation. Yeah, like, and they don't. Old the, school. It's different. Yeah, they, it's, yeah. The I mean, way they yeah, see things is different. Like, no matter how you say it, also, like you know, you can't change them. Yeah, it's when but when. People from our generation, if they don't understand, then th- that's a problem because yeah. like, they've grew up seeing change, mm. all mm. of this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Then you don't really get like that negativity from yeah. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. yeah so. Do you know how you talking about you went through this and the thingy families and stuff? Imagine what like Apopan went through. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. anyone he met yeah. would have been like straight up the same shit. Yeah. But that, that's me though, savage. honestly. Like because of Apopan, like you, it makes you so grateful for like. You and know, you have little, little things that you, like, complain about, like, oh, the way you look, or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's so much shit in life that people try and put on you, like, then you're like, oh, I'm not like this, I'm not like yeah, that. Yeah. But, like, man, he lived his life, and, you know, he had polio, and he lost his legs. Like, yeah, that's, exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's, and he got through life with that. I lived till 80. Yeah, literally. Without walking, running, yeah. 
And if you can live life like that, you should be grateful. Yeah. Like that kind of mind. I think that the problem now is though, like the appearance is just like it's yeah, very important. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially That's social media. Now, kind it's of. like everyone gives so much shit about how you look, how you like how other others think you look. Yeah, I perceive. Yeah. Like especially obviously like when you're younger and growing up and like in your jeans and stuff, where you're always trying to like. Like I, I know you didn't go through this, but like you're always trying to like make yourself like look the look best. Look the best, and and like the you, I don't know, you're just trying to like prove to other people, and there's like, I think it's just like you finding yourself in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. But um, I've just been like I don't know how you've just you've just to be I fair, just felt like you've never had that problem. You've just like never gave a shit. Um, I, to be fair, I think I learned a lot from you. To be honest. Because, like, I remember, like, obviously, I used to always, like, look up to you, isn't it? And, like, everything you do. And I remember, like, you like, the, the amount of effort you'd go to get, like, a good photo. I remember there's this yeah. one time where, like, I was sitting there. I was taking, like, 30 pictures. And I was looking through them. And there's, like, literally barely any difference in them. But, like, the I remember, like, seeing the difference that you would, like, be like, oh, that, that's, that's the one I need to post. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. that kind of mindset. Like, when I was younger, I was like, why is he thinking like that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember... Think, and I think maybe because I got glimpses of that when I was younger. When I got older and I started having feelings like that, I was like, well, you know what? I can't be living life like this. Mm. And to be honest, generally speaking, I don't really enjoy social media. Like, I don't really post things on it. Like, it's not, I'm not really that kind yeah. of person. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I want to, like, tell someone about my life, I'll talk to them. Like, generally speaking, yeah, that's, yeah. uh, that's just the way I live life. I don't know. It's, no, it's never been like that. It's so much simpler. Yeah, it's so easier. Much yeah. Like yeah. It's, I don't otherwise know. it's too hard man. Like, you can't live your life to try and prove something to someone else no yeah. Yeah. like you just like there's only so long you can do that too because yeah you're putting on a mask essentially yeah and then it's gonna be like uncovered eventually and then everything's just gonna hit you all at once and then you just fuck yeah like you've got like nothing to kind of combat that in, yeah in the end yeah and like the more you do it the more you get used to it and the more you like you feel like what you're doing is right, or do you know what I mean? If you constantly like posting things, you constantly. Because I um, remember when when I just like I finally stopped having makeup on. It was it was such a like a random decision. I was just like, fuck it, I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I just did it, and I still remember. Like I posted it right, um, which was like a big deal for me. But then I just I wanted to like hold myself accountable in in a way. Yeah. I was like, oh, like once it's off. Like, I, if I can, like, fully be comfortable to never yeah, have it yeah. on, then I know, like, it's only gonna, my life's only going to get better. Literally, yeah. Then, yeah. I'm not, like, you know, being controlled by this appearance or what, what Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To be honest, I think the thing is, like, it kind of comes down to, like, when you almost put makeup on, you're almost lying. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, you're lying about yourself. And I think that's, like, kind of a, a reason for a lot of problems generally in life. Like, if you're constantly lying about little things, about yourself, about the way you do things, or, like, pretending to like certain things because it's trendy, or, like, any time when you're, like, not being true to yourself, for example, yeah. like, you're making your life harder. Exactly. And the more you do that, the more you pretend, the more you're going to not be comfortable in your own skin. And, like, at the end of the day, yeah. you got to go to sleep with your own... Do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. you got to sleep yeah. with your own thoughts. And, like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't constantly fake... You're making life so much harder. If you can just be like, this is me, this is what I do, that's it. Like, I don't like you. Piss off. I, yeah. I do, I'm doing this because I want to. That's it. Yeah. Like, it, your life just becomes easier. Like, if you can learn that mindset, which, to be fair, like, you know, it's not really 
there's like times where you you do fake it like realistically you know there's times where you, you say things because you don't want to like make someone feel bad or yeah, like of course you know there's things like that but in my opinion like literally being honest just makes your life easier like if you can do that if you can have the confidence to as do that as much as you can yeah at least definitely that is very beautiful <laughs> <laughs> no but it's crazy man like it's just the difference between us and it, like how you took it as opposed to how i took it but i was the thing is i was like genuinely i was so lucky to have used to cuz like pretty much <laughs> cuz i like living in the house like i'd like see everything through the way that you lived it yeah. like when i was younger yeah, yeah, yeah. like i had that and like um even when i was like really young like i know like 7 8 like being you know i thought it was like best mates with vignesh but like honestly man i i feel like the way i think about things and all of that comes from like seeing old people do yeah, things yeah. and i had the opportunity like that's something like i'll always be grateful for like i wouldn't be the person i am today yeah, like without that for sure. like 100% yeah. cuz like out of us three like <laughs> you you're the only one that didn't yeah. live a life where you always had to test everything like me and nikhil we we were we were pretty much dickheads <laughs> no. yeah. like straight up like anyone well, you had anyone that rebellious like, phase in it so yeah anyone But, that knew us when we were young like everyone hated us yeah. <laughs> because rightfully so because we were literally dickheads and then you saw all of that yeah and then like I, you know what was right and what what was I, i feel like i was like quite protective over iron no you extreme yeah, yeah like <laughs> I, i used to hate you as a kid <laughs> yeah. you know why because i was afraid that you would go down our path yeah So I would always like tell I don't fuck you're not doing this you know like but I wouldn't yeah. be like oh don't do this I'll be like you're not doing this because it would be like I would see like our lives and how we fucked up I was like you're not going to be a fuck up yeah. and there was like a moment when he came home like drunk and mom was crying I wouldn't come home drunk I don't know some some something that, happened yeah, just, yeah I remember Bro, I was so yeah. fucking <laughs> cuz he never used to do that because yeah. I tried yeah. to like push him in a direction where like I would be like it's not cool like people that do that are like fucking losers and I would say all these things I'd be like and then I literally saw you as like um like like uh like potential yeah and it's wasted if you follow <laughs> down our fucking path it's like we need at least one Yeah, 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 like Good. this. <laughs> this guy is like the the flipping what is Prodigy. it? Yeah, <laughs> like the one that didn't fucking fuck up. And I remember like obviously feeling like, oh, I gotta do something about this. I gotta, you know what I mean? And then like you know you you kind of be very protective. And I used to like tell people some stuff, and and they would tell me like, bro, you're being protective. You're being too protective. You're just like relaxing. Yeah. And even when you turned eighteen, I was still like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yes, when like, I turned eighteen, I wanted yeah. you to like fully be like, you know, uni fucking finished yeah. and everything set, and then you can do anything you want after. Because I know by that point, you would have become like a fully grown man, and then you can't be influenced. Then I think when you're young, you can easily be influenced in it by your fucking maybe like silly friends or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because because we, what happened to us in it, like we had like you know we were influenced yeah. by some silly friends and we changed. And I was just like, "Yo, that is not fucking happening to you." And like, you know, I did some stupid. Uh, I, 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 I might have taken the extreme some, levels. You did some. You did some dodgy you know, shit. Like, like, I did some. Ex- like I went to some. <laughs> you know, I did some extreme yeah. levels. Like, yeah. I, you know, which is pretty. But I, it's because I But saw myself yeah. in you, yeah. Yeah. and I, I was like, almost like, "Yo, I." I remember when I was a good kid, and. and and then changing and I I looking back I'm like I wish I didn't change and like I wish like you know I could have been like but I was kind of like doing that 
kind of to myself kind of thing you know? yeah. but then it's like you have to walk that path you have to yes. yeah, 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 um, facts, yeah. no matter how how much you try and change Avoid it, it yeah, yeah. like you have to because he even when I didn't turn 18 and stuff he still he still even though when he was drinking stuff like he knew yeah. not to come home yeah yeah like off your face like he there, there was like a certain amount of logic there like he yeah, knew yeah, yeah. he wasn't like, like even if you were stupid. doing it like don't make it obvious so that parents find out yeah yeah like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> we were stupid with how we um did certain things because we had like a fucking mentality which is stupid because like even though we didn't give a shit it was like affecting our parents and then like they had to suffer yeah and but then, but then it, i don't know like that i think that mentality kind of comes out like rebellion in it like obviously like the way you just grew up especially like you being the first child in it like the sort of like restrictions or the things that you had but i felt, uh, felt like i just took it to the extreme for like for, for no reason yeah, like, yeah it was literally just for the fact of i wanted to take it like yeah. i wanted to do the most like do you know what i mean it was yeah but i think like like you were you had like i feel like you had to like prove yourself that's kind of how you felt like you had to like do things to the extreme so that like you'd be taken seriously or like i wanted i think i wanted to just look like i'm a bad man in front of my friends <laughs> essentially yeah i wanted to just act l- like a person that i wasn't just to kind of impress my friends yeah it was a i, I was very very much influenced like by my circle like to do like to crazy the point things where i would just do whatever yeah if they said do it like i yeah. was very that kind of a kid um but yeah, i don't think you you were you were like that though you i think you still had your own identity to a certain extent well yeah cuz but but then your friend circle was a lot better as well yeah. your friend circle wasn't like yeah yeah they weren't like um same as yours i guess in that like but i don't know i, I think about it like because we were like the younger ones do you know what i mean like none of my mates were like the only one do you know what i mean oh yeah like they had yeah they all had older stuff, siblings yeah. so like they all kind of like had a view of what it is like yeah, if that makes yeah. sense it's like like literally i think if i didn't have used to then how do you know i wouldn't end up the same yeah. way you know what i think like, happened i think it was like a reset like do you know do you know what i mean like after i think my year it was like a reset so most of the young kids like my two kids after that it was like a complete reset in it compared to what we were like in year 7 and like year 8 cuz then i remember seeing the kids after me and i was like why the so good like the role achieving like mad yeah. grace and all this and us like me looking up to the older lot we were kind of like the fuck ups and it was like the reset button kind of hit like after us i feel like yeah. and then everyone started to be like but then i feel like we were all like finally coming back and like doing good stuff and stuff and then, but yeah there was a, yeah, there was a time was, period yeah. where we were all just doing stupid just shit yeah, but, of time but there's also seconds. like a time period when you'd have people being like oh that guy's going to like mess up his entire life like is in like yeah, you know, yeah, after yeah. actions you've done they're like they write you off for life and they're like yeah, oh yeah. This, this guy's never going to do anything no, yeah. do you know what i mean they're like in their entire mind they're like nah this this guy's <laughs> yeah. like no do you know what i mean no worthy you shouldn't talk to him like no i think I, in, people definitely thought i was going to be right off yeah yeah sure people thought you were going to be right off yeah um but but at the end of the that that's what proves that like that was just that period of time where we were just trying to find ourselves and that wasn't us fully because yeah. otherwise we would have just um like maintained to be a fuck up we wouldn't have we yeah, exactly to achieve yeah. all of this Arch- stuff yeah do you know what i mean like cuz there's still people that we know 
just fucked up fucked up the life yeah i've been right reverse back yeah like that they've never yeah. like picked back up cuz that can happen to people as well there are yeah. people that just like once once they live that life they just that's it they're gone they are, they are literally a write off as in they're like they've gone so far off the rail that they can't yeah, get back they, on track they, they, they don't know how to come back yeah cuz yeah. that's their nature now that's their character yeah 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 thankfully obviously we've <laughs> we didn't have to yeah. go there we we kind of um lived that life for that portion of our lives and then yeah. when it came to growing up we grew up to be honest i think that kind of happens when you like give up hope in like changing i feel like if you get to a point where you don't believe you can change or you don't believe like you can achieve something or if like when you get to that point where you're actually yeah. hopeless that's kind of when you just you know like kind of stay in one thing because that's like i think that's kind of a hard thing to like have um like growing up like actually think that you can do things because like it's a bit like you know when you're a little kid you're like oh i'm gonna be a fireman i'm gonna be a policeman you have these like mad aspirations yeah, yeah. And then I don't know what happens, but you get to school, and then they kind of like, they're like, "Oh no, that's not realistic. You can't really do that." Put you in a box. Yeah, they're like essentially, and you've got to like be able to be like, "No, if I actually put my mind to something, I can do it." And that's like something you have to like find in yourself, because yeah. like other people kind of tell you like to be safe, to, like not try and like take a risk, just like don't do much, like basically just sit with a job and do that, like especially in like our community, that's yeah. kind of like what you're told, and it's just kind of like. Oh, you need to get good grades so that you can just get a job. Yeah, yeah. You're very much kind of uh, put into a certain path that you have to follow, and if you if you stir away from that path, then you're lost. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's what we were kind of told from from when we were young. Yeah, like even doing architecture, I remember like telling, like saying I wanted to do it, and there's like people being like, "Oh no, that course is like really long. I'm not sure you can you'll be able to do it." And, like, to be honest, things like that actually motivate me so much. So. I remember having teachers that would be like, oh, specifically, there's this um, physics teacher that I had, and, like, we need to predict a grades for university. And there's this, <laughs> this physics teacher, and he literally was called Wayne. Actually, I <laughs> should have been putting out names. <laughs> but he, he predicted me, like, a D for physics. And I was like, sir, you need to change this so I can actually, like, apply to uni and get in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, sorry mate i'm can't change it this is what i think you're gonna get i don't think you can do any better and i remember being like this twat like this guy seriously gonna tell me this and then you know finished a levels i managed to get into uni so like he can piss off but, what was the grades that you got in a levels uh three years so you had a predicted <laughs> grade of d i had a predicted grade of d luckily i had my form teacher who was like head of year and mm-hmm. she changed it because like literally if she hadn't done that though like i couldn't have even applied to uni yeah, to the uni i got into yeah i couldn't have even applied like and it's like when people like that tell you you can't do something, <coughs> honestly, like you know, obviously at the time it pisses like it annoys you, but it's the best motivation. It yeah, actually yeah. is. It's like, like you can now take I'm gonna... it in. You can either be motivated by it, be like, I've got something to prove. Yeah. Or you can just be like, oh yeah. He's yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah. It kind of depends on your like. It depends on your like aspirations, yeah, yeah, like your of kind of hope, like what you think is possible. I think like yeah, like thinking that you can do anything that you put your mind to is such a like a. Powerful. It's like a belief that you need. You need to have that. But then I think that's something you just have to teach yourself. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in a way, I'm, yeah, you can't really be taught it. You know, you're not. You're not essentially going to learn that from like school or, or wherever else, unless I don't know, unless you have like friends or something that's that kind of character. But that's. Very I think rare. you learn it from experience, and you, know? like you have to go mm. through the you thing, and then you have to teach yourself that. Yeah. And sure. the next time it happens again, you you can be like, oh yeah, I remember the time when I got predicted a D and I got an A, 
So in the future, when someone's like, oh, de- you designed shit, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. You can look back at your past and be like, clearly, yeah. it's right the there. same yeah. scenario. And it's like, you just got to believe in yourself. Yeah, definitely. People are always going to fucking talk. How long's it been? An hour. And you're only Four forty-five. Oh, mm. nice. Oh, good length. Yeah, no, cause uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we need to we need to learn to like actually end it when we need to end it. Yeah, yeah. podcast will just be like last last week that was two hours over two hours, which is crazy. It just depends on the conversation you have, though, doesn't it? Like, kind yeah, of. it flies by though, man. Like, yeah, it does. Fuck. Definitely does. It's mad. Is there anything mm-hmm. more you wanted to talk about or not? No, I will. I wanted to make to get into, obviously. Where did I go? That's what I wanted to, to talk about. Yeah. And I think, I think we pretty much, like, cleared that. Because I, th- I, I, I know that's, <clears throat> even when I was posting about it, there was a lot of random people with Vidligo messaging me. Send yeah. that um, Just like, just people like, for help or like. What you don't understand is there's a lot of people that's going through whatever you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they don't they don't share that. Like yeah, you, a lot of people are pri- most people are private. Most people course, don't yeah. share things. And then so. they're just like going through by themselves. Yeah. But it's like we did. I mean, before I still remember before I actually um completely took it off and everything. I messaged some people with VidLigo, and I was like, like, how did you? get to a place where you could be like confident in your own skin and all that bullshit. Like I did all of that first. Yeah, yeah. And then <clears throat> I got like, you know, that kind of advice and stuff from all of these different people. That's and then and that's when you like, did the writing. I was like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, logically it makes sense. That's how I did it. And then when I did it, it was the same thing. Like these people messaging me. Um so it's like it's, it's like a domino effect in it. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. you start and then it, you kind of help other people and then it, on and on it goes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought that was like, you know. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. good to share your flaws, I think. Because um, you don't understand how many how many people yeah. literally go through the same shit that you do. And um, it's mad how like something as simple as like, I don't know, like saying something to someone or replying to their message can like make a massive difference. Yeah, 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 literally. Like, because they don't have that them, those conversations with anyone, do they? Because they don't. You don't. It's, yeah. You don't talk to people that have the same experience as you. Because like you're not, you're so scared to talk about yourself, yeah. and so they. So it's like you know you like you might even be like mates, but you never talk about this thing because none of you are, like like so scared to open yeah. up yeah. about it. So yeah, because because I, I remember right, you know, like I said, I was speaking to all of these people before. I never had the intention to to actually, like, get rid of the makeup and stuff because. I never thought I would get to that place. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, <clears throat> that was so normalized. And then when, once I, when I started talking to <clears throat> these people, and then that's when I was like, oh shit, like, it's, it's, what they're saying is all right. If they could do it, like, if they could still live that life. And, you know, for some, their condition was a lot worse than mine. It was a lot more visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what, what, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just being stupid in a way. Because I, I can just take it off. And then just at least see how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, but <clears throat> but it's, it's one of those things. I mean, like once you let go, like the people that care about you aren't gonna change yeah, their mind about you. Exactly. And like, yeah. and if someone actually does leave you, then like, what the hell? If they're gonna judge you just yeah, off yeah. that, then they shouldn't be your mates. Like honestly, like the more you learn that, like, it's there's no point having time for people that don't give a shit about you. Exactly. It's the better. 
Hani öyle söyleyeyim. Yeah, well done. Should, should we end it there? Yeah, <clears throat> man. Yeah. I just wanted to say, like, bro, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> very proud of the person you become. And I'm so <laughs> fucking... What is it? I'm so happy that you didn't turn out to be, like, a fuck-up. <laughs> like, set the bar really low there, like... <laughs> the bar was set very low. Yeah. Don't be a fuck-up. Succeeded that. Yeah. <laughs> the bar was set very high for me. And then after me... <clears throat> It was a low for Nikhil, because obviously the stuff I did. And then after Nikhil as well, it was like... Aye. Expectations. I just just, just turned out to be a normal. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only Aye. expectation, really. That, that was probably like, fuck me. Fuck up kids like this for, man. You know? uh, my biggest fear, like when I was fucking up, my dad would be like, you know, wait till you have kids. <laughs> and like, I actually dread the moment. Like, I know who I am now, in it, And I'm obviously shaping to actually be like Achen. Who, you know doesn't do stupid shit and stuff and i cannot i can see like having like a kid like having a boy and then <laughs> him going yeah. through that phase of course. and it like it's gonna fucking annoy me you know it's gonna annoy it's gonna piss me off it's gonna be like fuck i remember that moment when yeah, it's gonna be i was like that yeah but it has to be yeah karma in it <laughs> it comes back on you do karma yeah fuck yeah gotta get gotta get what you gave some sometimes yeah <laughs> that's gonna be really fun i can't even think about that man stress well you got a bit of time be prepared so go a few classes you, you cannot be prepared i'll just that, uh man. pick yeah. them up throw them against over the <laughs> 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 well like well for wall street with the imps <laughs> yeah, i can't even imagine having a kid like me at that age like teenager i wish like you know when kids get to teenage like that sort of age, you can just send them off to like, <clears throat> like India. I don't know, like boarding school or something, <laughs> and then just, but <laughs> just leave the responsibility to someone else. <laughs> Once they're like, I don't know, like eighteen, nineteen, then you they come back and they go uni. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, because that that part of your life, man. Like, I, I think, obviously, it's hard for us when you're when you're going through that yeah. age. You're, it's hard because you're trying to figure yourself, out, but then for parents, I'm sure it must be so much harder. Because yeah, kids always coming home and then they've done some new shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, always After a full day at work as well. Like you're tired and you're like, oh, I can't yeah. be asked with this shit. And then, Come home and then your kids being a little shit. Like, uh, ah. Yeah, <laughs> do not want to be a parent anytime soon. Yeah, tell you that. It'll be, it'll be nice up until like 13. <laughs> yeah. like, it'd be nice to have yeah. a kid up until 13. Yeah. And then and after, then, if we skip to like 25. Then uni. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be sick. Because then they would be able to give you money in it. <laughs> I think after uni, that's that's after uni, everything changes. Or at least uni, obviously, yeah. if you don't go uni. To be fair, I think to that, that like kind of age living by yourself. That's kind of when you like when you're forced to yeah. be independent and you get to be like, yeah, yeah I got to do this, and you come back home and then you appreciate all the things that your parents yeah. do. Like that kind of that difference. Yeah, yeah that's true. Living yeah. out definitely does make a massive difference. But well, unless. Your parents still giving you like a shitload of money to just spend on whatever. So yeah. If you're living in like a normal life where you have to like adjust in the sense that you know you've only got this amount of money, so you have to plan like obviously this amount of, for food. Or, do you know what I mean? To yeah. live, you can't just go out and spend everything. No. Because no. then you've got no money. You have to literally yeah. plan out your life. Yeah, you literally have weeks where you're just broke and you're like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> you, you go through it, and then you're like, the next time money comes in, then you're like, okay. I need to be a bit more polite yeah, yeah, with yeah. how I spend my yeah. money and stuff. Just life lessons, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
We'll end with that, man. But yeah, thank you for coming yeah. on, man. Cheers for having me on. It, bro. But yeah, until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Stay Peace. tuned for the next one. Peace. Peace. Oh,